So as we enter Gaudete Sunday and the readings of Gaudete Sunday, we have the third candle lit. It is the rose candle, and it is symbolic that we are in expectant joy. Expectant joy. Now, when you got up this morning, I don't know if that's what you saw in the mirror, expectant joy, but that's really who we're called to be. And uh, Isaiah the prophet in the very first reading uh, tells us that expect the Messiah. And these are the signs of the Messiah. There will be peace on earth. There will be prisoners set free. The blind will see. And it's really quite wonderful. Wonderful. And then St. Paul in his letter to the Thessalonians reminds us that as we are in expectant joy, we are called to be Christians. We are called to be followers of Christ. We are called to be signs of Christ to the world. That all draws us into the gospel. Uh, and in the gospel today, we hear really the question and answer period between uh, John the Baptist and uh, the, the disciples of the scribes and disciples of the Pharisees. But it really becomes a powerful revelation uh, for us. He, he proclaims that he came to testify to the light that whoever believes will be saved by the light. And of course, the light is Jesus. The light is Jesus. So that becomes really the very first question. Is Jesus our light? Is Jesus our light? Do we let Jesus truly light up our lives and light up all the areas of our lives? It truly does become a question for us in terms of our own prayer. And so in our prayer, do we let Jesus in first? And then second, do we let his light touch each part of our lives? Especially the stuff that's difficult. Especially the stuff we're having problems with. Especially the stuff that we're concerned about and we're really preoccupied about. I know when I'm in, in prayer and trying to do prayer of silence, when I have stuff appearing over and over again in my mind, over and over again, it's, that's, that's a sure sign. I need to let the light of Christ touch that spark, spot in my life. And I need to really place it in His hands and let His light and His love surround it. And, and just fill it. And then in the same way, fill me in my prayer. And then the question also comes up was, who in a, in a special way do we need to share our light with? And we'll come to that here in a second in the, in the homily because I have a story I'm going to tell you. But the light also comes to us through the Word. And we notice in the Gospel that St. John the Baptist went to great lengths to say, I am not Him. <laughs> I am not the Word. I am the voice for the Word. So he was the one to announce the gospel, to announce the gospel. 
So that becomes part of the question for us, is do we let the light of the Word truly touch our lives in a revealing way? Touch our lives in the way that the Word needs to call us into conversion, call us into change, call us into becoming more like Christ. And again, obviously, in the sacraments of the church and gathered here today, as we enter into this Eucharist, and we surround the altar and we pray that Jesus will be truly present in His body and His blood. We approach the altar, we receive Holy Communion. It is a moment of letting the light of Christ truly into our lives. And, and you can imagine, as the host becomes a part of our bodies, as the body of Christ becomes a part of our bodies, it is the shining light of heaven that becomes a part of our bodies. It really is a wow moment. We get touched by heaven. Heaven. St. John the Baptist was a herald for Jesus. That's really who we're called to be. Heralds for Jesus. His witnesses. His disciples. The story of uh, a professor, Dr. Alexander Papaderos, who was a Greek philosopher uh, after World War II. And he was well respected and he was, he was giving a, a, a session on philosophy. And before the conclusion of the, the, the session, uh, one of the young people in the group piped up, what is the meaning of life? And of course it was the end of the session, so people giggled, you know, that there was no answer to that and went on, began to leave, and he, he stopped everybody, he stilled everybody. And he says, I'll answer that question for you. And he uh, pulled out of his pocket a little mirror, and he described the mirror to everyone. And he said, this is from a World War II German soldier's motorcycle and it's his mirror and he had a crash and I found the piece there and I tried to put the rest of the mirror together but there was no way so I only kept that piece and that piece I, I began to play with and I made into this little circular mirror which is about the size of a quarter and he said I began to play a game and I would use the mirror to shine light in areas of darkness around me. Just to see in holes and crevices, he said, everywhere. And he said it became a game that he uh, really began to appreciate. And he said as he grew up, the game slowly began to change as he shone the light in different areas, especially when he had just some downtime. And he said it came down to eventually when he grew up and of course did his philosophical studies, he realized that the mirror was really a metaphor for who he was called to be. Wow. He said to be able to shine the light into those areas of darkness around me became really 
who I was called to be, to shine the light of truth, the light of understanding, the light of knowledge to those folks around me that maybe they will see in the darkness and maybe they will be changed or desire to change others. He said, this mirror is really a sign of us being the light of the world. And in the end, that's who I am called to be. And that's who we are called to be. And that is the meaning of life. Wow. So that's the second piece of this, that the light of Christ is not just for us. That the light of Christ is meant to be shared. And just like that tiny mirror showing light into those areas of darkness or holes or crevices, the darkness of men's hearts, that's who we're called to be. The light of Christ, that they may become, that they may be able to believe in Him. Let's pray.